Another episode of The Mandalorian means another episode of the Baby Yoda cast. I'm your host, Hamish, and welcome to the show. Chapter 10, The Passenger. The Mandalorian must ferry a passenger with precious cargo on a risky journey. Well, it's been an amazing uh, follow-up episode, second episode of season two of The Mandalorian. My wife and I, we watched it this morning after a lovely sleep-in like we normally do. And let me tell you, it was absolutely amazing. I loved this episode. It was so, so Star Wars-y. Have a listen to my wife, Meg, and her thoughts on this episode. I have spoken. Okay, Meg, give me your initial thoughts for Chapter 10 of The Mandalorian. That was so naughty. (laughs) What was naughty? So naughty. I was like, oh, baby Yoda, now that Mama Frog protected him and didn't let him get eaten by spiders, he's not going to eat eggs. Then he turns around, looks at her lovingly, and turns back and eats another one. (laughs) What a turd. I don't like him anymore. You don't like Baby Yoda anymore? Nope. Needs a good spanking. Oh. <laughs> He's getting a bit naughty, hey? Yeah, he keeps running off and then he calls the spiders. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He just was frustrating in that one. Not going to watch the next one because I was pretty much just surviving off the cute factor. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. So naughty. What do you think about the frog lady? Kind of weird. She's kind of weird. I liked when she spoke, though, through the droid. But I get what people were saying about it being a bit like what actually happened and why. But it was cool. Yeah. Well, I guess, like, the main thing is, like, the last episode he was he's, he was trying to find the Mandalorians and then the yeah. Mandalorian that he was led to wasn't actually a real Mandalorian. Mm. So, you know, he's like, oh, flip on back to square one. Mm-hmm. And then that Peli chick... Um, with the droids, the chick with the fro. Yeah. She's like, oh, I found another lead for you, but you're going to have to um, yeah. transport this, this lady. frog lady. Yeah. I know that. I was so, I was watching it. Yeah. So, I mean, he's still on the track of funding the Mandalorians. Yeah. But he had to crash land on this frozen planet and, mm. yeah. I have spoken. So, let's get it out of the way to begin with. There is no Boba Fett in this episode. Now, a lot of people were super excited with Boba Fett teased at the very end of Chapter 9, but like I suspected, he didn't show up in this one. I reckon it was just a little bit of a tease for something to come, but be patient. He will be back. He definitely will be back. As we saw in Season 1 of The Mandalorian, the writers are not afraid to give space to the show very likely that in this season much like season one there'll be a few episodes where we see the mando and the child go on a journey and a few kind of episodic sort of chapters before it's all kind of tied up nicely in a bow at the end so maybe it won't be for another few episodes until we properly see boba fett or potentially even uh ahsoka tano as it's been rumored but we will get those things revealed but I think they want to draw it out and kind of build the suspense. So the Mando's 
quest to find um, some lost Mandalorians and get baby Yoda back to the Jedi. It continues. And just like last episode, he, um, you know, he thought he'd found a Mandalorian, um, but the guy wearing the Boba Fett's armor wasn't a Mandalorian. And now this episode, he still needs to find the Mandalorians. And so uh, Pelly, the chick with the kind of big curly hair, she hooks him up with this frog lady who needs to travel to her home planet to meet her frog husband um, in time for her eggs to hatch because they're the last of their race. And so he needs to, uh, the Mandalorian needs to help this frog lady save her offspring. Uh, and in return, her frog husband is going to give him information about the whereabouts of a possible Mandalorian group. So it's on, it's on another goose chase uh, to find the Mandalorians. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. So opening scene, um, we've got Mandalorian and baby Yoda riding off into the sunset like they were at the end of the last episode. Um, but then they get ambushed by some bounty hunters, we presume, uh, who want to capture baby Yoda. Uh, Mando trades his jetpack um, for baby Yoda. And then the bounty hunter that runs off with his jetpack um, gets tricked by Mando when Mando activates the jetpack, sends the bounty hunter flying in the air and plummeting to his death, which is like, a pretty brutal way to go. And then you get the title card, the Mandalorian. Oh, and that's right. His, uh, his speeder bike that he got from Peli is like blown up now. So he has to walk with all his gear all the way back to Moss Eisley. Uh, so he go, he goes to the cantina. He meets up with Peli again. Um, basically he's back to square one because the, guy he thought was a Mandalorian, Cobb Vanth, turned out to just be a regular guy in Mandalorian armor. And he still needs to find the Mandalorians so he can get baby Yoda back to the Jedi. So he's back to square one. Um, but Pelly's got this like ant looking friend called Dr. Mandible, who's got some contact who needs to, well, I've kind of explained the story anyway. Anyway, so he, go, he goes to the hangar. So he goes to the hangar. And he meets up with this contact, um, this frog woman who needs to transport her eggs. Um, oh, let me just say, Baby Yoda is like absolutely obsessed with these eggs. And at first I thought it was kind of just like a sweet thing. Like, oh, this, this young baby is like interested in other species babies. Um, and then you realize he's just hungry and he starts eating the eggs, <laughs> which is just... I'm like, no, baby Yoda, stop, stop, stop. What are you doing? Even Mando, like multiple times in the episode, he's like, no. He points his finger at baby Yoda and he's just like, no. Like I'm going to have to do with my child in like six weeks, <laughs> which is crazy. But uh, he's still cute even when he's being super, super naughty. Anyway, basically they're flying to this planet called Trask or something where he's got to take the frog lady. And along the way, they get stop stopped by the space cops which are basically the New, New Republic uh, TIE fighters. Um, 
and I, I remember I, I don't remember the dialogue or anything, but like basically they're asking him for uh, basically his registration, I guess, license and registration, pretty much. But because Mando runs like a bit of a illegal operation, being like a bounty hunter. Um, oh, and also because in chapter six last season, he broke um, some a pro- he broke a prisoner out of um, New Republic maximum security prison. So he's kind of like <laughs> a, a criminal. <laughs> um, uh, so, so, so yeah, that, that encounter with the X-Wing guys, the New Republic guys leads into a, a bit of a chase scene. Uh, they go down to a snowy ice planet, which I don't know if we're told what, I don't think we're told what planet it is. It's not Ilum. We might not have seen it before. Or actually, I think I saw on Wikipedia, it might be the planet from the opening scene, chapter one, where there's the uh, walrus creature, whatever. Anyway, they crash land on this snowy planet. The Razor Crest is absolutely messed up. Baby Yoda eats another egg. Super naughty. Um, and Mando... It's pretty, I like how hopeless this episode feels actually. Um, like as in, um, their situation feels so hopeless. It kind of reminds me of, um, how things go from bad to worse in Empire Strikes Back and how they hide out on the, the asteroid with the space worm. Like it feels, it kind of feels a bit like that, like, you know, Han Solo's adventures in Empire, which is really cool. Yeah, so the Razor Crest is trashed just like in Chapter 2 of last season. Um, oh, the Frog Lady. Um, oh, that's right. The Frog Woman, she um, like he, she doesn't speak the same language as Mando. Like they don't, she doesn't speak basic or English um, and he doesn't understand her. So she hacks the um, droid from the Prisoner episode, Chapter 6, which is still on Mando's ship. She hacks the droid and uses um, his little like microphone to like use the droid's voice to translate what she's saying basically. And she's just like stressing to Mando, like please uphold your end of the deal. Even though we've crashed on this frozen planet, you need to uphold your end of the deal because if not, my babies will die and my line, my bloodline will end. And so Mando's kind of getting the seriousness of that. So he's doing some repairs and stuff. Um, but before he knows it, baby Yoda's kind of calling out to him and he realizes it's because the frog woman has disappeared. And so they follow her trail, uh, deeper into the icy caverns underground and she's found a hot spring to bathe in and to put her eggs in to keep warm. Um, oh yeah. And there's another moment where baby Yoda, um, is tempted to eat one of the the frog woman's eggs. <laughs> and that's when Mando points at him and goes, no. Um, but yeah, Mando's like, yo, we got to get out of here. Something's not right. Baby Yoda finds his, these little um, egg growths on the ground. Not not the um, frog woman's eggs, but it's like some other eggs. There's a bit of a like a baby and an egg theme in this episode, actually. Um, like a bit of a mother mothering sort of, maternal paternal theme going on it kind of uh, the eggs actually kind of remind me of the eggs from alien um because he starts baby yoda starts messing with them because he's hungry and he breaks one of the eggs open and he pulls out like a little 
arachnid like spider creature and he eats the spider and then as he's doing that all the like hundreds of other eggs around him start um quivering and start peeling open before you know it there's a massive swarm of space ice spiders um crawling towards them including some freaking ginormous ones like massive ones and there's this epic chase scene oh cool touch by the way when they're escaping from that room and the frog lady is getting out of the spa, um, her tongue, she uses her tongue to quickly grab her clothes. Like it stretches out like a frog's tongue and she quickly whips it out and grabs her clothes and put them on. And then when they're running away from all the spiders, um, she stops running like a, like a humanoid and she starts hopping and leaping like a frog, which is really cool. I thought that was a great touch. It was just a really fun scene. Like it was just so Star Warsy, just like, so action-packed, silly, fun, and you actually felt like they were in danger. Like they had nowhere to go. Like they were running back to the ship, yeah, but the ship is like totally busted. Um, and even you see like if you've watched the episode, like when they get to the ship, the ship, the ship's interiors get overrun by spiders. So if you're an arachnophobe, this is not a good episode for you at all. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. It's horrifying. Um, they get overrun. They basically, uh, the three of them, baby Yoda, um, the frog woman and, um, Mando, they get confined to the cockpit because the spiders are totally overrunning. He has to use the flamethrower multiple times just for crowd control. Um, it's horrible. They start to lift off. They start to try and move the ship, but then a like an absolutely ginormous spider crashes on top of them. And they think it's all over when um, all this like blast of fire comes from nowhere and starts blowing up all the, all the spiders. And Mando eventually comes out of the ship of, of the razor crest and turns out it's the two uh, X-wing pilots that pulled them over before. One of them actually being Dave Filoni, just like in uh, season one in, in, in chapter six. So yeah, it was, it was a pretty cool episode and they kind of just help him fight off the, the, the spider monsters, but they don't help him repair a ship. <laughs> and how does the episode end? Oh yeah, it ends with them. It ends with his, him repairing the ship just enough so that they can fly off to Trask, the planet that he's taking the frog woman to. Anyway, fantastic episode. Like I really love this episode. I, I've only watched it once, so I'm gonna I, I gotta watch it again because I watched the I watched uh, chapter nine uh, about well, two and a half times now in the last week, and flip, I loved it. Like I loved every second of it. So I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna watch this one again. It's definitely a different pace from the last one, but I thought it was great. It like it it had more space for character development. This episode. Um, you know, and chapter nine, like very action heavy, a lot of reveals, but they weren't, there wasn't a lot of, uh, Mando and baby Yoda, like lone wolf and cub moments. So this definitely had that like paternal sort of theme going on. And a definitely more, definitely more like relationship building between the two main characters and more like character arc stuff for Mando, um, kind of seeing the relationship. Um, well, I guess the desperation that the frog woman had to protect her children. And I guess kind of that same uh, paternal desperation to take care of baby Yoda that he has. And even by extension, um, the paternal uh, or maternal 
desperation that the giant spider has to take care of her little baby spiders, which is kind of gross. But yeah, there was definitely like a, a mother and child, father and child theme in this episode, which I love, which gave, gave it some beautiful moments. Um, definitely. I love this episode. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. You know, no big revelations or anything, but it's still moving the plot forward. Like he's still on the goose chase to find the Mandalorians. He's still on that quest. Um, but no like big steps forward in that direction, but he's still on that journey, but it's definitely more of a story episode, more of a, um, uh, character growth, um, breathing room episode, which I really, you need, you need that for momentum. It can't be up, up and up action. You can't, you can't be destroying crate dragons and revealing, um, you know, old characters like Boba Fett every single episode, you know, you need, to have ebb and flow, light and shade. You need to let the show just breathe. So I loved it. Absolutely loved it. My brother-in-law, Ethan, uh, so Meg's brother, Ethan, who's about the same age as me, he hated this episode, like like adamantly hated it, thought it was the worst episode of Mandalorian so far. He said it was pointless. He said it didn't, like, add anything, didn't grow anything, nothing changed. It was just like a throwaway filler episode, which a lot of people online actually agree with um, that opinion. I definitely do not. And even after like giving him my side of things, he was kind of like, oh yeah, I see what you mean, how like it grows character and stuff. But at the very least, it could have been entertaining. And I thought that was crazy as well. I actually, I thought that was crazy because I'm like, what? It was so entertaining. He's like, no, it was boring as. So that's what he thought anyway. But uh, yeah, tons of people thought that it was, it it was a bit more of a mixed response to this episode. So actually what I'm going to do now, right now we're going to listen to, we're going to, I'm going to read some uh, responses on r slash the Mandalorian, the subreddit for the Mandalorian. We're going to look at some of the, uh, the thread comments for season two, chapter 10. And we're going to see what people on the internet thought of this episode. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Okay. This, okay. This Redditor says this, they say, I don't really understand that hype around this. I liked the first season, but what the actual F is the second season. Okay. Colorful language. I feel like every fanboy is working overtime, gears turning to interpret these episodes so that they sound interesting and make for good cinematography. Um, yeah, I kind of am that fanboy <laughs> in some ways. Like I will hard defend pretty much everything in Star Wars. Like I love every single movie that comes out. So I will hard defend it. But I honestly think that this episode doesn't need hard defending it stands on its own. I think it is a good um, episode. It felt like a mini movie to me. Actually, I said that, I don't know if I said that on um, last week's podcast, but I definitely said that to Meg, that chapter nine felt like a mini movie. And so did chapter 10, 100%. Oh yeah, here's a good point. Uh, This person says, I'm in desperate need of someone to explain to me how two of those large curved cockpit windows got shattered by the giant spider only for Mando to say that he could pressurize the cockpit like 90 seconds later. That's so true. I totally didn't 
pick up on that. But yeah, the giant spider, when it crashed on top of the razor crest, it broke through, like its legs broke through some of the glass windows in the cockpit. And then later Mando's saying, oh yeah, I can isolate the cockpit and pressurize it so it can go to space. I don't know how he got the window fixed that quickly, but yeah, that potentially a little bit of a plot hole. I don't know. Okay. This redditor said this, I liked both episodes so far, but I'm not a fan of teasing Boba Fett and then him just disappearing until God knows when. I hope he gets involved again ASAP. We talked a little bit about this, but of course he's going to be back. Not straight away. They're going to string you along for a bit. They're going to tease it. But Mando will be meeting Boba Fett again. 100%. (laughs) Okay, this is a funny comment. The child must have been brain damaged after taking those hits from the troopers to keep on eating the eggs. It became infuriating after they did all they could to make us empathize and want the best for the frog lady in her eggs. She was the last of her line, separated from her husband, cute and motherly, essentially defenseless and even braving the unknown, plus risking freezing in the hopes of finding safety. Lol, nope. Look at the child over here slurping up the eggs, so cute and funny. Great episode all round, but I'm just going to act like none of her eggs were eaten by Baby Yoda. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of hard to, like, you definitely did sympathize with the frog lady. And then it was hard to see Baby Yoda, who you like also because he's super cute, uh, doing the wrong thing and actually, like, killing, um, you know, sentient lives. It was kind of crazy. (laughs) But, yeah, funny, definitely funny. I have spoken. Well, that just about seems... as good a time as any to wrap up this episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Baby Yoda cast. We're going to be bringing out uh, more episodes every week after uh, season two episodes of The Mandalorian release. So we'll see you uh, sometime next weekend or early uh, the following week after chapter 11 releases. God bless and thank you for tuning in. May the force be with you. Thank you.